and welcome to your favourite teacher. Today I'm going to introduce language paper two, which seems to be everyone's nemesis because it has not one but two sources. Now, language paper two is non-fiction. Um, non-fiction texts are ones which refer to reality. They aren't like the fiction extracts which you have examined in paper one that are stories and have been made up sort of, you know, for someone's entertainment at some point. Uh, so non-fiction texts include the following. It might be forms of communication, letters, emails, um, it could be magazines, newspapers, it might be adverts, reviews, biographies. It, it's a long list and basically you don't need to remember them all, but you, you just need to make sure that you can recognise a few key features. So for example, um, a letter has a sign off at the end and an article will have a title, just things like that. The first thing you need to identify when reading your sources are um, is is the path. Okay, so um, that's the first thing is then the purpose, the audience, and then the format. So the purpose of the text is the reason why it was created. Um, so instructions for your new, I don't know, your iPad, those were written to guide you through a process in a clear, simple way. They don't use any figurative language telling you telling you to grasp the cable and dance to the gaping cavity in the laptop's sinewy base um, instead it will say sort of insert cable into usb port um, so it's very clear concise easy to follow because that's its purpose the purpose of instructions aren't to persuade or entertain you um, they're to explain and in and inform you of a of a process. If you've got a text being sent from a university student to their parent with a plea for money, you might find um, hyperbole. So they might say that they are literally dying of starvation. Um, and that's because they're writing to persuade them, their mum of something. There's an end goal. So inform, explain, advise and persuade are some common purposes and we also have um, describe, argue and review. So these are our purposes and when you're reading your source identify what the purpose of the source is and just pop it at the top of the exam paper so you have a constant reminder of what the writer is trying to do basically if you knowing what the writer is trying to achieve is half the battle because you need to know what they're doing um, in order to justify how they're doing it for example um, it would be no use just identifying that a politician uses loads of statistics and rhetorical questions in their speech about um, gun control you need to recognize that these are devices that help persuade the audience um, that the harmfulness outweighs any infringement on the second amendment excuse that americanism there that was just an example but you you catch my drift oh which coincidentally is a metaphor to help unite you the audience with me the host so um this brings me on to the a in our path yes we've only covered purpose a is for audience um 
in this instance, the audience isn't just obviously a bunch of people sat in a theatre, it's whoever's accessing the non-fiction, so who it's aimed at. And it's important to think who the text is written for as it will affect how it's been written. So audiences can be broken down into groups and writers use stereotypes, rightly or wrongly, to try and influence the group. So some traditional stereotypes um, or examples might be that someone would use pink colours and images of unicorns if you're targeting young girls for something. Um, Or they might use super fast sports cars if you're targeting businessmen. Now there's no rule to suggest young girls aren't going to be enticed by fast cars or businessmen by unicorns. But social conventions and trends work based on certain assumptions. And that's important to remember. So when targeting an audience, the writer will have considered their needs and their interests. And some of these groups might be parents, pensioners, people of a type of profession. So they might target doctors or teachers. It depends if you've got a um, a leaflet from um, the Department of Education, it might it's going to be going towards parents and, and teachers and headmistresses, whereas something on... Um, sanitation in hospitals is going, might be targeted at the NHS so that there's an infinite number of groups you know you could a, a, a group of well all of the Man United supporters they are a target audience so you know you have to make assumptions about how they're going to behave the things that they're going to be interested in they're not going to be interested in buying a Liverpool birthday cake Okay, because that just goes against all that they believe in. So, you also need to consider the time period of the source. Um, And in your exam, you won't just have a modern source. You can have a modern source and a much older text. And the older texts are harder. They'll often seem much more formal. The sentences might be longer and the vocabulary is slightly unusual and and old-fashioned and it will take you a while to get your head around what this purpose is and what the audience is because you, you won't be as used to seeing them. So we've covered the purpose and the audience and the last thing is the format and the format is just the type of text the source is. So common things to expect might be articles, speeches, letters, reviews, adverts, biographies. And you need to think about what style of writing suits these. So obviously with these sources that that you get in the exam for your section A, it will be clear if there are titles or bullet points. But when you're doing your writing section, remember that you're going to be asked to um, produce a style of writing so you need to consider the purpose the audience and the format of your piece and it's worth 40 marks so give it good consideration and be aware that if they're asking you for a certain thing there'll be certain expectations um, so don't worry obviously if they ask you for a newspaper article they aren't expecting you to write it in columns so please don't try but it will be nice for you to have considered um you know a title perhaps of your piece and whether you whether it is going to be an informative piece or if it is going to be a persuasive piece that will probably be obvious um in what in the question 
So it's just an overview of non-fiction um, and the purpose, audience and format. And I'll do a few more podcasts over the next few days to help you through the language papers. Good luck.